Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. I'm honored today to have a very special guest, Gary Kremen. Many of you have heard of him and may know about him. I recommend you Google him while you listen to this interview. Thanks a lot for coming on the show, Gary. No, thank you, Mike. And I'm the one who's honored to be with someone who's done so much in the domain industry and in charity and a lot of other great entrepreneurial ventures. So I'm the honored one. (laughs) Thanks a lot, man. Um, If you can just do us a favor, you know, you've done tons and tons of cool stuff, mostly regarding the internet technology, clean power finance, stuff in that realm for decades. And if you can just uh, slowly just tell me where you started and um, step me through it a little bit, and then I'll, I'll stop you and ask a couple of questions, and then uh, we'll just move on from there. Sure. I mean, I don't sure. want to bore your listeners, but I've been an entrepreneur most of my business life, um, just like many of them. I kinda, I'm an engineer by trade. I'm from Chicago. I went to school at Northwestern and then Stanford. Um, been involved in the Internet since 1985, where I probably was, I don't know, maybe the thousandth, definitely in the first 10,000 people on the internet, for sure. Cool. Started first company downloading software from the internet, the early Usenet, and selling it on quarter-inch cartridges to people at large companies in 1991. And as the web started taking off, I registered a bunch of domain names, everything involving classified advertising world because uh-huh. I started. So what year, Gary? What year, sir? In 1994. So how, what process did you go through in order to get a domain at that point? So they were free back then. And all you did is send an email to Network Solutions 
and uh, he filled out a little form, and I kind of started registering him because I had this crazy idea that to do an online dating service. I came up with the idea of doing Internet dating. That's awesome. Just to um, remind you or refresh you, back then we had to actually snail mail the registrations in, and then at around 96, they started taking them online. Well, actually, you could email them in. You could. There was an email address, but these were so valuable, I actually sent them certified mail just to be sure there was no problem. I just remember the very beginning, we literally had to snail mail them into, like, Internick, wherever the heck that was, in, like, yeah, the yeah, earliest yeah, yeah, yeah. stages. Yeah, absolutely. And then... And, and you had to have your, your every single registration to have, had to have a different snail mail address. You were only allowed to have one per snail mail address, one domain per snail mail address, and uh, the orgs were only for charities back then, for example. That's right. So I um, used a lot of my friends and some ex-friends because not everyone turned over the valuable ones back to me. Um, yeah, and it was all in the context of this idea for online dating, which became Match.com. Awesome. So, just uh, tell me a little more about uh, how that developed, and and then that whatever's next. Yeah, so I was trying to solve a personal problem. How do I marry? Find the right woman to marry, and I kind of came up with this idea that if I put all the women in a database and I sorted it the way I wanted maybe I would find the person to marry. Huh. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> I think I'm the first person in the world that's never been on an online dating site. Well, it's not for everyone, um, but one out of five people, uh, or maybe it's one out of four, meet their spouse online today. Maybe, I forget what the actual number is. Yeah, and I think one out of five, one out of six. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, I bet it's going to be more. Yeah, It's a great yeah, thing, I, I assume. Coming up with the idea for online dating. I've always been on the entrepreneurial side. And then at the same time, I um, sold another company to Microsoft, which was good. And, and, I, and I, oh, yeah, and before that, of course, I, you know, was the first person that matched it was my idea. I hired the first 20 employees and grew and sold back. Uh-huh. Um, so, again, uh, just to slow you down a tiny bit, so you were born in Chicago also, so you're from Chicago. You moved to California, and you also got your MBA from Stanford, which is extremely impressive. Oh, whatever. You know, that just... <laughs> well, I'm just trying to give a context for, you know, I know you, but some people don't know you, so... Yeah, so my parents were teachers, um, no money, nothing special. Um, I just was always interested in communications in the Internet really early on. So started all these companies, um, you know, Match.com, and I registered a bunch of these domains, like Jobs.com, Autos.com, Housing.com, Property.com, and where I met uh -huh. Mike through Sex.com. <laughs> uh, maybe you need some more context for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the answer is that I, 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 my group purchased sex.com domain from Gary, who was the original operator. And, you know, there's this enormous story. There's a whole book written about sex.com where somebody stole it from him way back when is this huge court case. Do you feel like telling anything about that? 
sure. So it's kind of funny. I I was really focused on match and doing online classified advertising, which both dating and classified turned out to be a big category. Um, and I wasn't totally paying attention. And But one day someone mentioned, Gary, didn't you used to have that name sex.com? And I'm like, yeah. And they go, no, some guy has, it's his name. And I go, no, it's my name. But I didn't do a lot about it. I kind of even didn't do something for a year. But eventually I got around to it. And uh, in my office at the time was a woman who just graduated law school a couple weeks earlier. And I said, can you make some phone calls and find out what happened to the sex.com domain name? Yeah. And she said, well, I did make some phone calls and this guy owns it now. And I said, well, I owned it. And she goes, well, let me do some more digging. And she gets a call from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office saying, well, this man, Stephen Cohn, owns it and it's his because he's the guy with a trademark on it. And she said, well, he's a trademark on it. And I'm like, well, okay. And then I got thinking and I go, I've never heard of a government agency that would proactively call you up. And it turns out this man, Mr. Yeah, Cohn, isn't that weird? Five-time convicted felon. I know. They don't do anything. Uh, was an international con man. And uh, he impersonated a patent attorney from the Patent and Trademark Office, just like he impersonated a judge before and actually spent a year in jail for that. One of, you know, before his bankruptcy fraud conviction, obstruction of justice, making false statements under oath. So essentially, uh, essentially there's the... This is the very beginning of identity theft, and they use the identity theft to steal the world's most valuable domain name from you. Yeah, well, the story even gets weirder. So eventually, after time, I sued him and sued the registrating company, which was VeriSign, and eventually a letter was produced from not me, but from some roommate of mine. Now it happened not to be my roommate who signed the letter because they spelled her name wrong saying that she abandoned the domain name and this person, Mr. Cohn, could have it. Right. So it was a complete fraud and the guy absconded with your asset. And at that time, the type-in traffic was very valuable and you were getting tons of type-in traffic. Yeah, he was making a million dollars a month. Um, we're going to pick up on that in a couple minutes because we're going to take a break right now, if you don't mind. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. 
Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn- you are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the Entrepreneur Effect. On demand anytime. Inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, we're back at Domain Masters, and we're honored to have Gary Kremen here. He's telling us about the early days of the Internet. Uh, He was the first registrant of Sex.com. He's the founder of Match.com, and he was explaining to us this story about how this racketeer stole the world's most valuable domain from him and his uh, process in getting it back, which was a, a huge soap opera drama. A book's been written about it. It was really interesting and crazy, and Gary did a great job getting it. Oh, yeah. Well, the story goes on and on and on. So eventually I sued him, eventually. And the case uh, didn't go very well for me for years because, one, I didn't have a lot of money, uh, two, I didn't know much about law and I didn't pick a very good attorney. I picked a horrible attorney and, uh, he, this guy had so much money. He was able to fight, um, really good, but he did a lot of dumb things. Um, and eventually the big one was, it's a great story. So, um, we were trying to get some facts in the case. And by the way, he claimed he invented the .com domain because he owned sex.com because he had a, a file on his um, Windows machine. You know, they used to have command.com. Remember that, Mike? Yeah. Well, and he had a file called sex.com. You know, <laughs> he owned it. He owned sex.com. <laughs> you know, the courts have to listen to all that stuff. Okay? Yeah. Don't listen to anything, even if it's a bunch of crap. You know that, right? It's usually a bunch of crap. Yeah. And in fact, the judge, before they understood he was a criminal and I was a good guy, my lawyer was so bad, he irritated the judge so much. And the judge actually said, well, why am I litigating two pornographers fighting over a dime bag of pornography? I actually said that. The case wasn't going well for me. But until a couple things happened. One is I got a new lawyer or I brought in another lawyer. And two, uh, we were doing what's known as discovery, which is kind of getting evidence for the case. Listen to this. And one of my lawyers um, was waiting to get this discovery, and all the other lawyers got the discovery, and how you got how we did the discovery is we outsourced it to Kinko's that had a commercial um, uh, unit to it. And um, all the lawyers got 
FedEx from Kinko's um, copies of some documentaries. This lawyer didn't get the papers, and then she started making phone calls, and then the FedEx occurred, but she called Kinko's to say, where's my stuff? And they go, well, you picked it up. And she's like, oh, I live in um, Portland. Yeah, I couldn't have came to pick it up. And, and Kinko said, no, you guys picked it up. And But then she got it from Kinko's, delivered it by FedEx. And she goes, well, I didn't come pick it up. And it turns out that all Kinko's have um, cameras in them. And there was a, um, we got a tape of the bad guy removed, going through all the discovery, taking out the incriminating stuff, putting in unincriminating stuff, and then FedExing it out to everyone. And just by coincidence, mm. FedEx came late. So we placed that to the judge, and he kind of started seeing the other guy was a criminal. Yeah. That helped. Well, so eventually, yeah, it's, uh, so that, yeah. Go ahead. So eventually, the court ruled that um, the bad guy was the bad guy, but the bad company that turned it over, they didn't have any liability. So eventually, I appealed that to the Ninth Circuit, and, and the reason they didn't have any liabilities is because they said domain names weren't property and anyone can steal them, and there was no liability to that because they weren't property, so you weren't stealing anything. So, Mike, that would be all your domain names disappearing, and the thief could get away scot-free. Yeah. I hear you. Well, I appreciate you uh, creating some precedent for the rest of us there. So I finally got the Ninth Circuit, which is the appeals court, to reverse this, and I started going against the bad guy, and he hit all his off assets offshore, but eventually was able to take his mansion and some elements of his pornography um, um, uh, empire, including 6,000 adult domain names. And uh, I started collecting against him, and then I settled against the bad company. Yeah, well, you did a great job. Industry. Thank you. You did a fan- fabulous job defending yourself. Um, can you tell me then um, what you're into now? Like you're an investor, more of an investor and less of an operator? Um, well, I wouldn't say I'm less of an operator. I still do a lot of entrepreneurial things because that's always my thing. I've started a couple companies since. Um, I've been in renewable energy and sustainability, that's an area I've always had interest in since 2006. Sure. What kind of projects are going? What sort of projects are happening there? Yeah, so I've been in three main areas um, solar, energy efficiency, and water. Um, For example, I started a company called Clean Power Finance, financing residential solar. Mm -hmm. We're now the second largest financier of residential solar in the United States, over 200 employees in San Francisco. That's awesome. So those people come to you for loans to renovate their homes. More will lease you solar for 25 years. Uh Uh-huh. So it's very similar, though. You're financing their their move into clean energy. That's right, because what I discovered and why I did this is because I discovered people aren't going to pay high amounts of money to pay for solar and renewable energy up front. They want to see it like the utility bill, and we guarantee they'll pay less than their utility, their initial utility right. bill. Yeah, that's exactly what I've learned about it. 
that uh, you know everybody's willing to convert, but they're not. They can't afford and don't want the upfront expense to do so. And that's what I focused on. I I, I saw that problem early on because I was going to put some solar on my house, and then I said, well, why don't I? Is there a way to finance it? And no one would finance it. And I started a specialty finance company. Now we're in 34 states, um, backed by Southern California Edison, Florida Power and Light, and Duke Energy. Yep. Uh, um, I'm an elected official in the water district. Um, I'm the chairman of the country's largest water conservation company called WaterSmart Software. Um, really trying to focus on sustainability. Um, I uh, put the first money in at a company called Solar Universe, which is the McDonald's of solar, uh, teaching unemployed roofers and plumbers to install solar and selling them franchises. Um, That sounds smart. uh, Mounting systems for solar on commercial rooftops, uh, woman-friendly solar um, mounting system for residential roofs that look better. Lots of (laughs) solar. Um, So you're spending a big chunk of your time on the clean power finance-related projects? Yeah. Water energy efficiency, home energy audits. Um, That's good. I'd like to dig through some of those. I'd be happy to dig through some of those business plans with you and look at what's going on. Oh, I would love to do that, Mike. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you make me as an entrepreneur look like nothing, like mouse nuts. Oh, please spare me. (laughs) Um, So other than that, then what other kind of activities are you into at this generation? Um, Primary focus has been in energy and sustainability, but I just um, um, announcing a um, a incubator for people with ideas in cryptocurrencies, which is like Bitcoin, focusing on one protocol called Ripple at Ripple.com. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to talk to you about that, and we're going to take another break first. I wanted to ask you exactly about that. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything: fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Ah! Inboxed on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, we are back with Gary Kremen. And Gary, I'm really interested in Bitcoin um, just out of curiosity mostly. I haven't invested anything in it. I'm just interested in the new world of digital finance. I am starting a company that I discussed with you previously called Cashless.com to take advantage of cashless payment systems to essentially be a network integrator of cashless payment systems and merchants. But uh, I'm, I'm very interested in Bitcoin, and all of my shows here have been asking everybody what they thought about Bitcoin. So again, well, Bitcoin we, is just well, one iteration of digital currency. So why don't you tell me about your opinion on that and then how you're engaged with Ripple and whatever else is happening. Yeah, so um, I would love to talk about cashless payments. That's definitely an area I'm fascinated with. Um, so what Ripple is, is it's the payment of the Bitcoin. It, Bitcoin is just one of the many currencies that runs on this payment, anonymous, decentralized payment protocol. Um, I'm kind of bearish on Bitcoin because I think all Bitcoin is, is for the most part, it's a currency. And now it's about speculation. And I think there's not too much money to be made anymore in it. Um, so where is the money? How do I get? How do I make money on digital currency? I think building payment systems around them and creating companies, as opposed to speculating in them. Really, Bitcoin itself has gone mainstream. Um, uh-huh. So it's kind of there's too many MBAs in the field right now. Um, I think the money is going to be made in um, like payment stuff, like Ripple and alternative currencies, like. What Ripple allows you to do as an example is, um, and it's backed by Andreessen Horowitz and Google, um, to be able to do seamless real-time payments. Like, for example, a Bitcoin transaction takes 45 minutes to do. Yeah. It does right now? Yeah. What's the process? What's taking so long? Because uh, every Bitcoin transaction is stored in something called the info block. And to verify it's a good transaction, and you're, bo- you're getting it from the person before you, you've you got to do something called mining to even verify the transaction, and that takes a long period of time. 
and that block is getting longer and longer and longer. It's just so it's like a propagating DNS for domains or something. Actually, it's not exactly. It's solving a complex math problem. Ripple is more about propagation, and that's where Ripple comes from. The Ripple out, just like the DNS. Oh, so like that's the one that's giving Ripple the updated price. Yeah, yeah, and it's more of a consensus methodology as opposed to a doing a computationally tough problem. Did you invest in Ripple, or what's your association with it? I am just running an incubator, and I have money to give to people who want to um, build things on the Ripple protocol, which is an open source protocol. It's like oh, I see, that's cool. So I got money to give. I love how you are, are always on the cutting edge. You're you're like a step ahead of me. I like to think that I'm usually on the cutting edge, but uh, I think we're you know we're both uh, in, engaging in the coolest modern technologies and opportunities for tech for you know the internet the web domain um we only have a few minutes <laughs> um we only have a few minutes so i want to ask you something really important here and you're one of the few people who i really want to know what you think about this so this whole phenomenon of global tlds gtlds the new domain extensions that include anything anybody can invent they can get control of one of these tags for a few hundred thousand dollars plus yearly maintenance, and then if it's a particularly good tag, they have to bid it up to potentially millions of dollars and bid against the likes of, you know, Google, Microsoft, et cetera. So what do you think about this whole phenomenon? Well, I think it's kind of what you said. It's challenging when you're in a, a bidded market, more of a free market, number one. And number two, I think the the value of some of these, um, it's really open to debate. I think it's a pure speculation business. Um, does anyone really want to go to dot green or dot Amazon? I mean, how many people know there's a dot pro to be in the dot right. pro? Uh, you got to be vetted. I, I, I have my doubts on it. I think it might be a big waste of money. Maybe yeah, only and again, like that. Make money are lawyers. Exactly. So again, I was associated, I, I have a lot of .co, and like from the country of Columbia when that was launched out. And I think that's an excellent extension. I mean, it has a lot of relevant meaning. It's really short. It gets type in traffic from .com. You know, it means, so, but it's really, really hard. You know, they spend a lot of time, money, and effort to leverage that extension to make a profit off it. And so, and most people in the world don't even know it exists still to this day with all that marketing and stuff. So therefore, everything else is lower quality than .co in my mind, and it's a longer tail. It's, it would be harder to explain it to people to get them to understand and to invest in it. So I'm betting this whole thing's a big failure, and people like Google will, yeah. win, will, will give them away for free, and that will be the success of the whole thing. And I think you could be right. And here's some other things that have gone down. While Internet traffic and people online have increased, we're seeing more people going into closed-wall environments like apps where you don't need to know that stuff. So domains, in a way, have been depreciated. Or, sure. um, or they use Gmail. Like They're using Gmail instead of their own address, you know? Yeah. And when you think of Facebook, you don't usually go to Facebook.com. You run the Facebook app. 
Well, this has been really awesome. I really appreciate you spending your time and giving me your insight, and I hope you're going to come back on my show again ASAP. I would love to, and let's talk about cashless.com. Go check out ripples.com, and i got money to give away. <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen Ripple, and uh, definitely, you know, we've been speaking, and I'm going to follow up with you on everything. Mike, it's so, I'm the one who's uh, honored to be talking to you. <laughs> Great. Thanks again, Gary. We'll talk to you soon. Later. You got it. This has been Mike Mann, your host of Domain Masters Radio on webmasterradio.fm. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.